All right, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, what is going on? It's Isaiah here from Zaya and the Steelers, and we are back with another episode of Zaya and the Steelers, and this is episode 17. Hello, hello, what is going on, everybody? Uh, as you know, we start this out with taking a peek at last week's episode, and we are on a new channel, and last week we got 13 views, so, you know, definitely back to the bottom here. Uh, but... You know, we got 10 subscribers. I believe that is up from the last time. Here, let me go to the very beginning of this. Uh, that's on the Ascent Sports panel or channel. That's fine. Cool. Uh, but I believe we did gain some subscribers since last week. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. The video on the Ascent Sports channel, the last uh, full podcast on there, is actually sitting at about 2.5K views. So, uh, definitely uh, stuff to be excited about. Uh, I knew the the challenges when I made a new channel. I knew it was going to come to this. Uh, so it is what it is. With that said, though, anyway, now getting into the topics at hand this week, uh, going to be a little bit of a shorter episode this week. Uh, just honestly, it's not even really about the the Steelers per se. I just I don't really have as much time today as I do uh, on other days. But also it is a little bit of the Steelers as well with where we are in, in the football year, the football season. It's not really, once again, the most action-packed. We're still just counting down the days to uh, actual training camp. Uh, and it's funny. There's there's like ten ten different Isaiahs on the screen. If you're uh, if you're watching on YouTube right now, there's like ten ten of me on the screen right now. I hope it's not too confusing. Uh, but yeah, we we do have some uh, the 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 two main topics I want to get into. Really, uh, they should carry us for a bit. I should get to talk about them for a bit. So it is what it is. As you can see on the screen below, uh, we're gonna talk about Mike Tomlin and we're gonna talk about Cameron Hayward. Uh, Mike Tomlin specifically, though. Uh, I think it's time to finally take take a deep dive on this, to finally let my feelings know, to finally let uh, the Steelers fans know where I'm where I'm at with Mike Tomlin uh, at this point in his career. Of course, my opinions don't really matter, uh, but Mike Tomlin is 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 an enigma. He's like he's an anomaly almost uh, because he's this 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 very 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 great coach, like very great coach. But then at the same time, everybody wants to replace him. Now, there are some people who, you know, who don't want to replace him, some people who are back down to earth. But then those people who don't want to replace him and like they they shell all out, shell all out for him, they refuse to acknowledge some of the the blunders or shortcomings that we've had with Mike Tomlin, you know, as our coach. Uh, Me personally. I believe myself to be sort of in the middle, definitely way more towards like keep Mike Tomlin than get rid of him. Uh, but I can admit that it hasn't always been, you know, what is it? Peaches and daisies, peaches and daisies. What, what, what even comb- combination is that? Peaches and daisies, peaches and roses. I don't know what uh, what that term is, but it hasn't always been great. But what I can say is it has always been great. It has always been at least 500. It has always been at least in the playoff contention. We've never just been, well, besides early in the year, we've never just been like completely dead by, you know, week 10 or 12. Like we, we're, we're still fighting at that point. There has never been a time where by week 10, we're done. Never, 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 never. Even when we had Mason and Duck playing, we, we weren't even, we weren't even uh, out of the water yet. So I think that that, that has to mean something. Uh, but then, you know, you also have people who are just ready to replace Mike Tomlin, uh, this year, last season, the season before that, they've just been ready to let him go. And so I kind of want to explore what, if, if, if we were to get rid of Mike Tomlin, uh, the, the, the realistics of it, uh, 
how good Mike Tomlin actually is versus like other coaches and versus people who would replace him, you know, because the, 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 you get rid of Mike Tomlin, right? You get rid of Mike Tomlin to replace him with another good coach. And now Mike Tomlin, once again, is, is this anomaly because Mike Tomlin is literally Mike Tomlin right now today, top three coach in the NFL. You got Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, who I will, I will, I will give them to, I will, I will say that they're over Tomlin with, with no debate. You won't hear it from me. Andy Reid, you know, whatever. You got Patrick Mahomes and then Bill Belichick. You had Tom Brady. Cool, whatever. I won't even, I won't even argue it. But past that, there is not a single coach in the NFL right now coaching 32 teams uh, that even has a chance. Maybe, just maybe Pete Carroll uh, of Seattle. He does have the, the two Super Bowl appearances and then the one win, same with Mike Tomlin. He has that and his Super Bowl was a little more recent than Mike Tomlin's. Uh, but at some point, at some point, this, this non-losing season shit has got to matter, you know, otherwise, why are we, why do we keep celebrating it, you know? Uh, so I got to give it over, I got to give it to Tomlin over Carroll and that edge, uh, but it is pretty close. But then other than that, there's not a single, single coach right now who, who is even remotely a candidate if we are going to replace Mike Tomlin, in my opinion. Uh, and we also, we got Mike Tomlin, I believe, from Minnesota, and he was a defensive coordinator, cornerbacks coach, or something like that. Uh, with that said, I mean, there probably is some hotshot, you know, coordinator who, if, let's not say us, but like just gets the promotion to head coach, is probably going to be one of the better head coaches in the league. We've seen that over and over and over now. Uh, we got like Mike McDaniels in, in Miami, uh, Rob Sala in New York, uh, if the 49ers, they have a Shanahan, obviously. But, like, there's there's coordinators who are ready to take the next step up. And if they take the next step up, you know, they'll probably do well as a coach. But we can't, we can't really factor those in uh, when it comes to if we're going to get rid of Mike Tomlin or not, you know. Uh, and I'm going to uh, – let me get rid of this screen here. This is really what sparked the whole, you know, debate or whatever with, with me and this, this topic idea. Uh, so we have the 33rd team. Honestly, I don't even know who the 33rd team is, uh, but they have released a, I believe that they're connected to the NFL as well. If we NFL content from current and former players. All right. I don't know if this is connected to the NFL, but it's the 33rd team. So it is what it is. They released a, this picture uh, that shows locks for the hall of fame among active coaches, likely potentially in all this, all this nonsense. So Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, locks. Cool. And then we got Pete Carroll, John Harbaugh, Sean Payton, Mike Tomlin. These are likely people, right? And this is where this is to me. It even starts here. Uh, I don't know what order this is in. This is in. I don't know why it goes Pete Carroll, John Harbaugh, Peyton Tomlin. It might be alphabetical order by last name. I maybe I don't know. Uh, but 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 to me, to me. Mike Tomlin is a lock for the Hall of Fame. He should be a lock for the Hall of Fame. I don't know what the coaching lock is, but to me, Mike Tomlin is obviously a Hall of Fame coach. To me, Mike Tomlin is better than Sean Payton, better than John Harbaugh, and better than Pete Carroll. To me, uh, and yeah, I believe honestly, like I, I might be in alphabetical order here as I'm looking at it. You got C H P T. I think P comes before T. I don't know. I'm not doing my ABCs right now. Uh, but Mike Tomlin shouldn't even be grouped in with them. I mean, Sean Payton, Sean Payton is a great coach, but I mean, if we're talking about, you know, who's going to place the highest bounty on an opposing quarterback, uh, Sean Payton, you got me there. You know, you're a fan, you're a fantastic coach when it comes to that. So, I mean, if that's what the ranking is, sure, Sean Payton, 
John Harbaugh. Guys, 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 guys. These, these are the Ravens. It's the Ravens versus the Steelers. I'm going to be honest here. Is John Harbaugh likely to make the Hall of Fame? I know, I know he has the one Super Bowl just like Mike Tomlin. But I've seen the Ravens stink all the time. I have seen the Ravens not be good before. And I've seen it before. Like, I've seen it multiple times here. Uh, granted, that doesn't mean you're a bad coach. John Harbaugh is a great coach. I don't want to just completely slander Mike or John Harbaugh uh, for, for Mike Tomlin. But it is what it is. I'm taking Mike Tomlin. Uh, and so John Harbaugh probably is a likely, a likely candidate. He's a great coach. The Ravens are always, you know, decent or whatever. Uh, but there's been some blunders over in Baltimore. There's definitely been some blunders. Uh, even recently, what, like, what are we going on? Recent success? I mean, John has a playoff win more recently. Uh, I believe head-to-head. I don't know what the exact head-to-head record is playoffs-wise or uh, like head-to-head-wise. But I think Harbaugh has the more recent playoff win over us uh, back in 20, let's say, 14 or 15, right? But when we take into account... Uh, before that with, you know, the year we won the Super Bowl and all that, I believe we beat the Ravens to go to the, in 2008, I believe we beat the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, and then when we talk about games to, to clinch the division, we've, we've bodied the Ravens. I feel like games to clinch the division. If we got to face Baltimore, like we bodied them. Everybody remembers Christmas. Like, come on, do we have to bring up Christmas? It is what it is. Uh, so I think Mike Tomlin has definitely gotten the better of John Harbaugh, you know, in a one V one specifically, uh, and not specifically, guys, I know we love, we, we love Lamar, well, not we, but Lamar Jackson, he's an amazing quarterback, he's, 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 he's amazing marketing material, he's amazing for, for posts, but have the Ravens done anything since we lost A.B., Bell, and Brown, like, or A.B., Bell, and Ben, like, since that was a trio, what, they, they won a playoff game and had Lamar be MVP, but then what, you know, not nothing, and I'm only saying this, I'm only saying this, because, when Steelers fans, when we say Mike Tomlin is a great coach, like we, we started out, Mike Tomlin is a great coach. The defense is, well, he doesn't have control of the locker room, so we bring him back down. Well, he's one in three in his last whatever playoff game, so we bring him back down. Well, he caters to Ben too much, so we bring him back down. Well, you know, the defense isn't normally, or the defense isn't always that good, so we normally we bring it back. We just, we start it here with Mike Tomlin. And then for whatever reason, it's never just like, yeah, Mike Tomlin is a great coach. Bill Belichick, yeah, Bill Belichick is a great coach. He gets to be up here. Andy Reid, yeah, he's a great coach. He gets to be up here. Mike Tomlin, yeah, he's a great coach. But, 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 but this happens every time. So, you know, we got to do it. Sean Payton, I mentioned the bounty gate earlier, but he hasn't coached in a million years anyway. And the last time he did coach, the Saints weren't really good. That might be a lie. I actually think the Saints might have made the playoffs the last time he coached. Uh, but I mean, Drew Brees was falling off. Sean Payton, I really, th- this isn't serious. Sean Payton, Pete Carroll, John Harbaugh, and Mike Tomlin, they're all fantastic coaches. So me trying to cherry pick this, it's kind of, it, it's a little Mickey here. I'm sorry. Uh, but I just want to, I just want to, you know, I just want to prop Mike Tomlin up. You know, that's all this is. I just want to prop Mike Tomlin up. We're going to get to like some of the actual stats here in a second. Uh, but I did want to kind of just kind of glance at what they had. Uh, past Mike Tomlin, who is the last likely, by the way, which I think it goes by last name, but whatever. Uh, the last likely, we got Mike McCarthy, Sean McDermott, Sean McVay, Doug Peterson, Ron Rivera, Kyle Shanahan. Mike McCarthy and John Harbaugh are the same coach. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I'm going to get that off, too. I'm not editing that out. But Mike McCarthy and John Harbaugh, same coach. Sean McDermott, I mean, when Mike McCarthy, he's been in here for a while. 
So, like, he's kind of more with these guys. But then we got Sean McDermott, Sean McVay. Um, where did McDermott come from? Where is his – where where was McDermott from? Because him being, like, likely for what? Or potentially for, for the Bills being good for two years? That's crazy. I, he Sean McDermott, I'm sure, comes from, like, uh, a Belichick or some kind of coaching tree. So, I'm sure there's something there. Sean McVay, even, like, he's won a Super Bowl. Doug Peterson's won a Super Bowl. Ron Rivera – has been to a Super Bowl, coached Cam Newton, maybe, but I mean, this is this is just you know, uh, what is it, uh, like stats or whatever, like time played in the league, like that's what this is for Ron Rivera. Same thing with Shanahan; he's been to a Super Bowl, uh, but Sean McDermott, I'm pretty confused about honestly. He once again, I'm pretty sure he he has to come from like, uh, like a, you know, some kind of Bill Belichick coaching tree or Andy Reid coaching tree where like he's been a part of winning, you know, winning his football, but. I mean, the Bills, what, they lost a coin toss? Like, that? that's it? Really? That's it? But, you know, whatever. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Maybe there's not that many Hall of Fame coaches in the league, you know? And it is alphabetical, so Sean McDermott gets up here. Uh, but that's just a funny name. Same thing, Mike McCarthy, he has the ring. He got us in the Super He Yeah, he beat us in the Super Bowl. Uh, but other than that, I mean, he, he's coached a bunch of 10-win teams before, but hasn't really won, other than, hasn't really won and hasn't appeared uh, past that. Uh, so what's the difference between Mike McCarthy and John Harbaugh, honestly? Like, John Harbaugh maybe, you know, is a little more prestigious, but I don't know. I'm just, I, at this point, I'm just kind of ranting. I'm just kind of kind of bubbling here. I don't even know what to call it. But Mike Tomlin is a great coach. And if we look here, the the greatest coaches in NFL history, this is by Athlon Sports. I believe it goes, yeah, it goes backwards. So if we go to number one, I believe is going to be like Bill Belichick. Yeah, he has 17 division titles, nine Super Bowl appearances, seven wins. Uh, then we got Vince Lombardi, Don Shula, Bill Walsh, Paul Brown, like all these people, okay? So like, let's go back up here. Let's go back up here to 20, Mike Tomlin. These are 160, let's see, 163, 93, and two. What is this? Uh, this is another thing, 163. I just want to make sure. Okay, so this appears to be updated. I think this is updated, right? This appears to be updated. Uh, so Mike Tomlin, as of right now, is 163, 93, and two uh, in 16 years. He's eight and nine in the playoffs, which isn't good. Uh, seven division titles, two Super Bowl appearances, and Super Bowl champion. Uh, never has yet to pose a losing record as well. That's not really a stat here. Uh, but when we're when we're when we're talking about this, okay, audio listeners, uh, I'm gonna do my best to explain this to you, okay? So the person before him, Steve Owen, 1931 through 53. 34 NFL champion. He's before him. Listen, if Jackie Robinson wasn't allowed in the MLB to the point you were coaching, your stats don't count. So I'm not counting them. I don't know if I don't, when did Jackie Robinson break the color barrier. I don't know, but 1931. Are you shitting me? You don't count. Uh, so that's that's before Tomlin. 19. What is this? 1936. 19. Ray Flaherty. Ray Flaherty. I'm sure in your era you were an amazing coach, bro. But for the Boston Redskins, the the New York Yankees and the Chicago Hornets. Are you kidding me? I'm not ranking you above Mike Tomlin, bro. So Mike Tomlin, you slide from 20 to 19. It is what it is. Next, we got Bill Cower. And this, and this, and this, and this, and this is going to ruffle some feathers here. But are we here to pod? We're here to pod today. We're here to pod today. Mike Tomlin is not too far from Bill Cower. He's not too far from Bill Cower. He's not. And listen. Maybe this is this is the the youngin. Maybe this is the the what is it? Gen Z, Gen X. I don't even know what Gen I am. But if we just go off of this, if we just go off of this 
and not the feelings that we had, not the vibes back then. Like, oh, bro, you don't even remember what it was like to work 16 hours a day for $2 and then come home and watch the Steel City football. You know what? Listen, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But if we look at the Pittsburgh, 1992 through 2006, uh, I don't know the exact years on that. But 15 years, that's 15 years. Tomlin in 16 years. So Tomlin has one more season. He's now officially been coaching longer than Bill Cowher. Tomlin has more wins, has one less one less division title. So Cowher has the division title. Uh, same amount of Super Bowl appearances and same amount of rings. Now, the thing with Tomlin and that ring is, well, he won that ring with Cowher's team. Cowher was, was the coach of that team. He made the team. You know, he, he, he kind of built him up for Tomlin to to continue riding in the success. You can say that. You can say that. Cool. But then what about the Super Bowl appearance, what, a year or two after? How, at what point is it, like, not your 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 team anymore? You know, because uh, what's his name? Former NFL coach, former former super, super canceled coach, uh, John Gruden. John, John or Jay Gruden, one of the Grudens. They have a Super Bowl ring uh, with Tony Dungy's team, essentially. Uh, and... People say that all the time. People say Gruden has, you know, the the ring with Tony Dungy's team, right? People say that all the time. Uh, but he still, he got the opportunities and he got other things based on that ring, based on that championship one. And so with that said, at what point did Bill Cowher, he got, Bill Cowher did, did win the championship, but at what point did Bill Cowher release the team? You can't just say, oh, the, the team that Tomlin won the Super Bowl with, it doesn't count. It's not his team. It's like, eh, is it? You know, and it's a little messed up. And we also, we had the appearance, uh, I believe, a season or two after. Uh, and at that point, is it Tomlin's team since we lost the Super Bowl? Was it Tomlin's team then since we lost? Uh, you, you tell me. Uh, but yeah, they have the two Super Bowl appearances, one less division title. Uh, and Tomlin never has had the losing season. I once again, I wasn't there. I don't know the vibes. I don't remember the feeling uh, that people got when they saw Bill Cowher out there coaching this team. Uh, for real, because I, I did watch the games when Cowher was the coach, but like you know, I, I wasn't really you know, I was trying to play with trucks and shit. I was like fucking, I was like four years old, bro. Uh, so you know, I don't necessarily like remember the actual feelings of it all. Uh, but it's not that insane. It's not that insane. And never, 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 never. Have I seen a Steelers fan say we should have got rid of Bill Cowher earlier or we should have did this with Bill Cowher. We should have did that with Bill Cowher. Is Bill Cowher going to go? Is he going to go coach USC? Never, 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 never has that happened. Right. And with Mike Tomlin, it happens all the time. And just based off of, you know, the totals here, the stats, the box score watchers, Kenny Pickett had a bad rookie year because if you look at the box score, if you just look at the box score with these with these coaching stats, Tomlin is not far off of Bill Cowher. In fact, he is one division title away from having him beat in everything besides, you know, I guess appearances. Appearances is tied. If we if he wins another Super Bowl, then boom, it's it's over. But appearances is tied. They have the same amount of rings. Tomlin has more wins. Uh, and then the playoff, the playoff record. Let's get into the playoff record. Tom, or Cower uh, has what? Two, he has four more wins in the playoffs than, than Tomlin in the same amount of losses. Hey, man, you got me there. You got hands up. I apologize. I hit my mic. You got me there. Uh, Tomlin, we have not had the best, the best run here in the Super Bowl or in the, in the playoffs recently. We, we've been taking some losses. 
But if we look at these losses, like we we faced the Chiefs twice in a row. Uh, what was the more the Jacksonville loss was like our last real loss. Uh, we we shouldn't have lost that game. We shouldn't have lost to the Ravens in like 2014. Uh, 2015 we were kind of hurt and got a playoff win. So I mean, take that. Um, but okay, I I did forget about the 12 and nine in the playoffs. If you want to count that, sure. But the overall point still stands, however, of Mike Tomlin not being that far off. Not being that far off. Four wins in the playoffs, that's a whole playoff run. So if you start from the wild card and, and win up uh, through then and maybe the Super Bowl, uh, I don't actually know if the Super Bowl counts, but I assume it does. If you just win straight up in the Super Bowl, Tomlin could tie that this year. Uh, but you got me there. Bill Cowher, uh, more successful in the playoffs. Uh, cool. But... Once again, I just don't. I just don't think it's that far off. And the the way that they're talked about is polar opposites. The way that they're talk, Cower has Cower has never gotten an ounce of slander since I've ever ever seen him, uh, you know, talked about. Uh, and by the time I seen him talked about and like remembered it, I, he was already on his TV job, and it's more of like a legacy thing. And so now we don't talk bad about Bill Cower. I wasn't actually there. I don't remember. Uh, but. I just don't think it's that crazy. And people be sleeping on Mike Tomlin. Bill Cowher, this was all to say people sleep on Mike Tomlin. Who's next? Dick Varnell, the 1976-82 St. Louis Rams in Kansas City. Kansas City. They don't even have a team name. Uh, these, I mean, these are kind of more recent. So, I mean, I guess. But can we not? We can't put Mike Tomlin over this guy. It is what it is. Tony Dungy. Let's see. We got six division titles, 139 wins, 9-10 and 10 in the playoffs, one Super Bowl champion. Dungy first first turned Tampa Bay and then he took Indianapolis to the next level. He did do Dungy, he did do this. The 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 multiple teams, that's kind of OP. If you're a coach and you you've coached multiple teams like this Dick Varnell guy, like this uh Ray Flaherty guy, like even maybe oh Marty Schottenheimer's here. Uh like maybe even other people. Like if you've coached multiple teams, sure that helps because it's like we take you, we put you here, you're good, we put you here, you're good. Uh Tomlin, you know, he just had Bill Cowher's team, so he's not even really a good coach. Uh, so we can't really do that do that with him. But with, with Tony Dungy, sure. But hey, man, I'm here to pod. Mike Tomlin, I'm taking Mike Tomlin over Tony Dungy. Bud Grant, 1976, Minnesota. Are you kidding me? Four Super Bowl appearances. No ring, though? No ring, though? And we got him over Mike Tomlin? Hey, man, don't shoot the messenger. I'm. This is live reaction. This is me just conveying it to you. I don't think Bud Grant really has it over Mike Tomlin. That's just me. John Madden, you got me. You're You're literally Madden. Guy Chamberlain. Guy Chamberlain. At what point? Guy Chamberlain and Curly Lambeau. This is Lambeau Field, but we got 1922 and 1921. So these, to me, I'm not even, I really don't, I shouldn't keep doing this because I'm just going to kill myself here. But are we 58 and 16 and 7? Four NFL titles from 1922, 24, and 26. So 22, 23, 24, and then 26. Guy Chamberlain was a beast, bro. Guy Chamberlain was a savage. Same thing with Curly Lambeau. He has six championships. I mean, it is what it is, but hey, man. Andy Reid, we talked about him. Bill Parcells, we we, we really shouldn't do this. Uh, even Chuck Knoll down here. Chuck Knoll's down here. But, like, this is what I mean when we're talking about Mike Tomlin. This is a list with, with, with some of the greatest coaches to ever coach in the NFL. We got, we got uh, John Madden like four spots, six spots away from Mike Tomlin. Really should be like four because I moved Mike Tomlin up here. Uh, but we got John Madden six spots away from Mike Tomlin on a list, right? And John Madden literally is Madden, NFL, the game. You know, everybody knows Madden. Everybody knows what kind of coach John Madden was. A uh, great coach. 
Andy Reid, same thing. Tony Dungy, same thing. This is the kind of caliber of coach we're talking about here. I say all that to say this. This is who we're talking about here. This is the caliber of coach we're talking about here. And you guys want to just get rid of him every time we lose a game. Every time we lose a game, it's, oh, we got we to gotta get rid of Mike Tomlin. Every time we lose a game and the offense puts up seven fucking points, oh, we got to get rid of Mike Tomlin. Every time, bro. And it's so annoying. And I get there are there are real there are real um real situations where you know we don't make adjustments in the game and that's a killer and we don't we don't do we don't, maybe we don't necessarily come in the most ready and it, that's the killer and I really wish it would stop and at some point Mike Tomlin is gonna have to take heat for this and he already has taken heat but at some point Mike Tomlin is going to be the final blame and is going to be the final replacement if things don't start turning around right. That is, he is the final factor. But in saying that, for right now, this is literally one of the greatest coaches to ever, ever, ever coach in the NFL. And what, we're supposed to just get rid of him because Matt Canada stinks at his job? No, no, Mike Tomlin will continue coaching until Mike Tomlin is done. If we release Mike Tomlin right now, if we release Mike Tomlin right now, Let's go back to this. Every every single one of these teams is calling him. Every single one of these teams. Maybe not the Patriots. Maybe not the Chiefs. Seattle, Pete Carroll's 100. They're calling. Ravens, I mean, John Harbaugh hasn't done nothing in a while. They're calling. Broncos, oh, Bron- actually, you know what? Sean Payton is back on the Broncos now. I just forgot that his most recent season, he was on New Orleans. Um, they just got the Bron- they just got the, they just got Sean Payton back. If it was a sliver if there was a chance that Mike Tomlin was available for the Broncos, they're taking Mike Tomlin. The Cowboys, taking Mike Tomlin. Bills, taking Mike Tomlin. Rams, he's going to go to T. Sean McVay's going to go to TV. They want Mike Tomlin. Peterson, the, the Jaguars, Tomlin. Washington, Tomlin. Shanahan, maybe they keep Shanahan. I don't know. But what I'm saying is if, if we fire Mike Tomlin, if the Steelers don't extend, if we get rid of Mike Tomlin, he will be scooped up in the matter of 0.3 seconds. If... If there is a, a doubt, a hope, a sliver, teams know about it and teams will call and he will have a new deal done before he's even fired. That's what I'm saying. This is the kind of caliber coach we're talking about here. If we don't have an elite quarterback, if TJ, if we don't have an elite quarterback, right? If, if TJ Watt is worse than Miles Garrett, if Minka Fitzpatrick isn't one of the best safeties in the NFL, we have this. We have one of the best coaches in the NFL. I'm talking about him like he's Patrick Mahomes, but he is. We have a Patrick Mahomes-like like figure on the team. And every week, it's, we got to replace Mike Tomlin. Every week, it's, man, Tomlin needs to grab the team, and he needs to get a hold of this roster, and we need to lock in here because I, you know, I just can't stand, I can't stand it anymore. Uh, what are we, a half hour into this? I just, I can't stand it anymore, guys. We got the Kenny Pickett jersey on. We got the, the big KPA. I can't stand it anymore. Uh, so, uh, do I have anything? Do I have anything? Oh, yeah, I have this uh, next, uh, like, all-time coaching thing. Pete Carroll, or Pete Carroll. Mike Tomlin comes in at 16 with 163 wins. Pete Carroll behind him, 161. Uh, like, at least 12. What's 7 plus 12? That's, like, what, 20? 7 plus 12? That's, like, 20-something. I don't know. There's, like... A lot more, a decent amount more losses, though. So it is what it is. Uh, what is this? Games over 500. Wins are, I don't know what that. Games against teams over 500. He has a 70 wins against teams against over 500. I don't, they, look at all these stats, man. If we look at all these stats, he's just like that. I think if, let's see, what is this? Playoff games coached in. I want to see playoff percentage. 
uh, all playoff wins. Let's do all playoff wins. If we go by playoff wins, Mike Tomlin is oof. Mike Tomlin is 25 below a bunch of people. We got below Sean Payton, Tony Dungy, John Arva, Mike McCarthy. Should I have checked this out before I spent 30 minutes? I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, when we look at the number, we got John Harbaugh with 11 and Tomlin with 8. Uh, so it's not that crazy, but I guess when we get into situations like this, the playoff wins are few and hard to come by. Uh, Andy Reid with 22 as well. Jeez Louise. Uh, playoff games lost. Are we Are we up in this one? Uh, I mean, Andy Reid, yeah, he has a bunch of them. We're 15 in this. We got the same amount of loss, losses as John Harbaugh. And John Harbaugh has, what, three more wins? Maybe I was sleeping. Maybe I was sleeping on John Harbaugh. Win-loss percentage, what are we in that? Uh, Win-loss percentage, we're at 22. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, he's the Michigan man. Jim Harbaugh, he's up here. Uh, let me get it back to just normal wins. If we just do wins, because that's what it's all about here. Mike Tomlin's at 16. Uh... Some of the other names, John Harbaugh, 25, Sean Payton, 23, McCarthy, 20, Pete Carroll, 18. Uh, so, I mean, say what you want. Say what you want to say. Maybe I'm sleeping here. Uh, but they did rank Mike Tomlin 20. And I think Mike Tomlin does deserve some benefit of the doubt for never having a losing season, for always for always having teams ready to play uh, against good teams. When, when it's time to face bad teams, you got me. Uh, but... You know, we're, we're we're typically a we're typically team a team that doesn't die under Mike Tomlin. We're typically a team that is never, 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 never in the bottom uh, unless it's very early in the season. We're never at the bottom. Uh, a lot of these coaches, I've seen their teams at the bottom and finish at the bottom. So it is what it is. I think I'm going to to leave this topic here, but I want to summarize in in conclusion. In conclusion, Mike, if you if you're seeing this eventually in life, in conclusion. Mike Tomlin, I, as well as rational Steelers fans, we love you. And we're not, we're not shopping you. We're not connecting you with college teams, even though you're under contract with the Steelers. We're not going to do that. Uh, we're not going to try to replace you after every loss. Uh, but this has been the, the focus for everybody. This has been the focus for the past three to four years. I don't give a fuck what happens in the regular season. We got to get these playoff wins up. If we can get these playoff wins up, you get like, if, 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 listen, if Mike Tomlin, if I were to do this sort thing and Mike Tomlin had more playoff wins than like John Harbaugh or something, I would say confidently Mike Tomlin is the, the third best coach in the NFL. Confidently. I still say that confidently, uh, but I can see the argument now, now with the playoff wins and it's like, does the regular season, like, does it equate to that much with the playoff wins? Sure. There is like an actual discussion, you know, that, that that can be had versus Mike Tomlin and some other coaches. I get that, uh, but that's the only thing. That's the only thing. Our our, our more more recent like blunders in the playoffs, you know, uh, that that's been the only thing. If Mike Tomlin said it, had he a dipped, had had he a pieced out uh, in let's say 2015, the year we we lost to the Broncos when everybody was hurt. If he had pieced out then, we have like what, two or three less playoff losses, and it looks a lot better. Hey, man, that's all I'm saying. Hey, man, uh, you know, you got to get out, I guess, while, while you're on top. Otherwise, you'll just you'll just keep accumulating losses, and people can say fucking Sean Payton and, and John Harbaugh are even better than you. Because they're not. They're not. They're not. But I'm a Steelers fan. I'm biased. Uh, hopefully, that wasn't too biased. Hopefully, you guys were able to just uh, manage through the Mike Tomlin praise. We love Mike Tomlin. Uh, but we really would like these playoff wins to uh, to come in bunches. If these playoff wins can 
continue to come in bunches, if these playoff wins can happen more more regularly, then maybe, just maybe, everybody can shut the fuck up about replacing Mike Tomlin because there is not a single NFL coach right now who we could replace Mike Tomlin with and we get better. There's not. There's not. So, hate to break it to you. Anywho, now I want to kind of switch topics here. Uh, we did, we talked about Mike Tomlin, and earlier I brought up uh, Cam Hayward. This is definitely going to be a less, you know, in-depth thing than the Mike Tomlin uh, debate I had just now. And if I didn't clean that up, uh, just, you know, in conclusion, Mike Tomlin, he, he's a lock for the Hall of Fame. Mike Tomlin is a Hall of Fame coach. Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Uh, stop replacing him. Anyway, now what I want to talk about is Cam Hayward, because uh, in Jeremy Fowler's Jeremy Fowler's ESPN Top 10 Interior Defensive Lineman Rankings. Cam Hayward came in at number 9, which, I mean, not the, the craziest thing here, right? But then we got this tweet as well. Build your perfect D-line room uh, and just double trouble. We got Miles Garrett over TJ Watt, but I don't even want to get into that right now. Uh, we got Cam Hayward at $3. And Cam Hayward, uh, love being called a $3 D-lineman. Great to know what y'all think of my worth. Cam Hayward is notorious for responding to these. Anytime Cam Hayward is slept on, Cam Hayward will see it and he will reply. I'm going to give this a like. Shout out to Cam. Uh, so he will see it and he will reply. There was another tweet as well that I think we'll get to on the, the liked tweets here of uh, Cam Hayward just being, I guess, tired of the disrespect. This guy, Billy Hartford, he Bud Dupree fan, he's getting tired of the disrespect. You know what? Me too. I'll give that a like as well. I'm getting tired of the disrespect. At number nine seems crazy. Uh, but you know, we'll talk about it. Let's pull up his stats here. Somebody said that they saw the decline of Mike or of, of Cam Hayward. That that'll be a tweet that comes up here eventually uh, on the tweets thing. I'm sorry. I don't have it up immediately, but, uh, someone said that they, they think Cam Hayward is starting to decline. Now, I mean, the guy is 33 going on 34. Uh, so with age that that's expected, that's, you know, going to come here. But if we look at his stats, 10 and a half sacks last year, uh tackles combined 74 solo 39 this is a little down from last year uh but last year not an all pro he was an all pro last year at 10 sacks so he got 10 and a half he got a half more sack this year he started every game uh as far as like do they have qb pressures here i don't think they this isn't the best like defensive thing uh to go by but if we just look at just base stats on their own for the numbers, box score watchers, Kenny Pickett wasn't a good quarterback because i only saw the box score if we just look at the box score uh, it doesn't. It doesn't look like there is any kind of dramatic fall off. In fact, uh, 2017, 2018, uh, 19, 20. Let me. Or actually, I'm sorry. 2018, 19, 20. Uh, seems like this is when you know you call it out. Now he was hitting all pro and Pro Bowl the, these years as well. Uh, so maybe you you call you call it out there. Uh, but last year he doesn't hit all pro for the first time since 2018, and they they you know he's fallen off. Uh, me personally, I don't think so, but this is, this is a PFF in 2022. And then this, I believe is PFF in going into 2023. So in 2022, Cam Hayward, I was Aaron Donald, one of one tier one of one. You got me there, but then tier two elite Cam Hayward was number two. Okay. Uh, entering his 12th NFL season. Cam Hayward is such a monster, bro. Let's watch this play here. I don't even know what this is against the Raiders just completely stops the run. Just he's a monster. He's a monster. Uh, and the other people we had Chris Jones to Forrest Buckner, Grady Jarrett, Kenny Clark, Vita Vea, Jonathan Allen, uh, which McCall Jeffrey Simmons is Quinnen Williams on here or not Quinnen? Somebody on the Giants is is now ranked pretty high. But anyway, we'll go to 2023 now. Uh, so in the following year, we got Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, Aaron Donald, not in his own tier, by the way. We got Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, Dexter Lawrence. That's who I was talking. Dexter Lawrence has now come up. 
I experienced a breakout season in 2022. If you look here, Stefan Tewitt, he was up here. Oh, man. Uh, shout out to Stefan Tewitt. He retired, but I just I just peaked that. I think, uh, De- yeah, Dexter Lawrence is kind of, he's kind of younger. Uh, but he was at 19. So he goes from 19 to 3 on this list. So PFF definitely had a... Uh, a, a jump of 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 people here i want i want to i want to just real quick i want to pull up dexter lawrence's stats here just to kind of compare and we're doing this no cuts baby so we're, we're not cutting this i'm just doing this live on the fly dexter lawrence shout out to dexter lawrence so he's in his fifth season 25 years old last year he had seven and a half sacks uh 68 68 tackles 35 solo 33 assisted uh tackles for loss seven 28 quarterback hits uh we put this against cam uh, once again, just just stats, 74, 39, 35, 14, 23 QB hits versus 28, 7 tackles for loss versus 14, uh, solo 35 versus 39, combined 74 versus 68. Do I have to tell you, Cameron Hayward, I apologize, but you are better than Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence, I apologize to you is what I meant. Uh, but just once again, box score reading because if we just box score read for Kenny Pickett, that's fine. Uh, better than you. Now, if we go to Chris Jones. Chris Jones, I really don't mean to do this to to all your guys' favorite players. I don't mean to do this to the professional athletes, but I'm a Steelers fan. Uh, Chris Jones, we pull him up. 17 tackles for loss. Four, or yeah, wait. 17 tackles for loss. 14 uh, assisted tackles. 29 QB hits. Uh, 30, 30 solo and 44 combined. Uh, Cam Hayward, way more combined. Uh, QB hits. 29 tackles for loss. 14 to 17. Chris Jones, okay. You got me. Chris Jones, I respect I respect your game. I respect uh, Dexter Lawrence's game as well. I respect Quinn and Williams' game as well. I respect everybody's game as well. Uh, but, you know, I'm just kind of kind of checking here live on the fly. It's not that crazy between him and Chris Jones. And Chris Jones, he's not falling off. Chris Jones is in the, what is he? He's 28. He's in the prime of his career. We looked at, we looked at Dexter Lawrence. He was in, uh, he was in like 25, so he's still in his prime. Aaron Donald, you know, Pittsburgh, big, big, uh, big pick guy. Uh, let's pull up his stats since he's the guy. We got all pro, all Aaron Donald. Can we just appreciate Aaron Donald real quick? We got all pro, 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 all pro. Uh, and then we also got defensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the years. We got three defensive player of the years. We got a second place right here. We got a third place right here. Aaron Donald is just a, a guy, man. It, it is what it is. Uh, but if we look at his stats, uh, sacks, you know, 20 and a half sacks as an interior defensive lineman is insane. Uh, but last year, we know he kind of, he as well as the Rams kind of fell off. And him and Cam, the, Cam plays a different position than other people. He's he's more of an end. Now he's on tackle, but Cam's always been more of an end. Uh, I don't know about uh, Dexter Lawrence and Chris Jones. I, forget, I think there are more tackles as well, but it is a little different. But Aaron Donald, they're, 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 they're scared to rank him. They're scared to have him falling off. You know, or, uh, Cam Hayward, let's have him fall off. Cam Hayward, he's been falling off for 10 years now. Uh, let's have him him fall off. But Aaron Donald, he's not falling off. Uh, but Aaron Donald is a fantastic player. I, once again, don't want to slander. This is more of just to, to let everybody know that if you see this, if you see the, the pro football focus tweet of Cam Hayward, we think he's fallen off. We think he started his decline. Just to let you know, it's a bunch of hoopla. It's a bunch of bullshit. It is. Because they've, there's another guy that they've been doing this to for every year. Last season, Cam Hayward was falling off. This right here, 2020, was when you, you had a real shot. You should have ripped the head off the snake. Uh, the Steelers, if, if they wanted to get rid of Cam, this would have been the time. But for right now, he's, he's getting, I don't know what's about to pop up right now. He's getting 10, 10 uh, sacks a game, or 10 sacks a year. Same thing last year, 10 and a half. 
Uh, he's still hitting the quarterback. He's still getting relatively good tackles for loss uh, tackles. All of the numbers are still very high up in relation with some of the other players on the interior defensive line. Uh, and also, I just realized that there's two IDLs. So uh, Chris Jones, uh, Quinnen Williams, DeForest Buckner, all the other people are here too. Uh, so Cam, to me, he's still in this like better player range. Should he be up with, like let's say, Dexter Lawrence? Should he be up? Yeah, I think he should. Should he be up with Aaron Donald? Yeah, I think he should. Because of once again, if we just box score watch, uh, then he is. But realistically, I, I still take it. I'm still going to take Aaron Donald, of course. Uh, but I just don't think Cam Hayward is falling off completely. To uh, you know, we shouldn't be paying him as much because that's what it comes down to. When when Steelers fans, when we're talking about Cameron Hayward, it's any kind of slander is in relation to the cap hit. That is what this really is all about. Cameron Hayward makes a lot of money and. For a good reason, because if we looked up the stats, we looked at the stats, he is playing, at his position, he is playing in the, in the top tier, in the best. Being number five rated in a position in the NFL is huge. That is very good still. Uh, but I guess it's going to happen. It's just, it's, it, it's, it's, it's bullshit, like I said. It's hoopla, because, of course, Cameron Hayward at 34, eventually here, his numbers are going to start to decline. They're just trying, they're trying to become first. Uh, and eventually, I swear this tweet is real. I, I will get the tweet up. Uh, but 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 eventually, he is going to decline. So you got me. You got me there. Uh, but for right now, Cameron Hayward is is he's a okay. Definitely a W. He's a okay. And now I want to pull up some of these plays right here uh, because this is what I'm talking about. This is in 2021. 2021. Last time we made the playoffs. Uh, so now two seasons ago now. But Cam Hayward, he is just full of plays like this where he is running down the field making the extended effort on plays run literally chasing down people we have a justin herbert play this is from the same season which is now two years ago he probably has some plays more recently uh but this is just what we're talking about here and of course he punches him in the stomach this title is a little crazy but uh we let's watch this is cameron hayward right here who is an interior defensive line player right he's on the defensive line and then he here's him chasing down justin justin herbert there are plays like this that happen multiple times a game every year where cam hayward is 30 yards down the field where he shouldn't be but he is the guy to be making this play for us he is the guy who 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 wants to win you know that's what it comes down to there's been time and time again where our defense has been awful and people have been wide ass open and leads have been blown and they're just marching down the field and it seems like man are they even trying Cam Hayward, look at how I fucking typed it. Do you guys see the title right? I don't think you guys can see the title, but I spelled Cam Hayward wrong. Cam Hayward is, is he, he's not he, he's not lacking in effort. Cam Hayward tries every time. And at what point, at what point is that what we ask for? At what point can we count that? Because I'm counting that. Uh and so for Steelers fans, if you guys have been watching, you guys know Cam Hayward does this shit all the time. You know he's always 60 miles down the field when he shouldn't be because our safeties and our linebackers, we know about our linebacker problem because our safeties and our linebackers are in our, in our corners. Like we just, we can't get him in the secondary. We can't. But Cam Hayward, he can. He's running. He's given his full effort at 32 at this point, 32 years old doing this for us. Uh, so it is what it is. You guys can keep keep trying to keep trying to retire him, keep trying to bury him. But for right now, Cameron Hayward is still the guy making these plays, bro. Cameron Hayward is still the guy doing this for us. This is a touchdown, nonetheless. This is a touchdown, nonetheless. And I think they did end up scoring, and we did lose this game. But 
would have been much worse without Cam. All of our records would have been much worse without Cam. We need Cam. And so pro football focus, when you're, when you're making money, when you're talking about $5, $4, $3, I'm going to implore you. I am going to highly suggest that you stop sleeping on the Steelers. Because when we're hoisting the Super Bowl Lombardi Trophy in February, when Cameron Hayward, who doesn't have a ring yet and is falling off and beginning his decline and is making too much money and we need to look in another direction and we need to get off his contract, when he is holding the Super Bowl MVP trophy this season, pro football focus, just know you will pay for your sins. You will pay for sleeping. You will pay. Everybody will pay including people who are trying to write Cameron Hayward off who aren't pro football focused, maybe division rivals, maybe other teams, maybe other teams like, hmm, maybe, you know, the Steelers, they're going to fall off with Cam. So, you know, maybe we should take this this defensive lineman instead of them because they're going to have to get one soon, you know? All that, Cam Hayward is playing for 10 more years. And Miles Garrett, on his best day, has never, never been better than TJ Watt. So $5 and $4, keep your money. I'll tell you this for free. TJ Watt is better than Miles Garrett. And Cam Hayward, better than Dexter Lawrence. Cam Hayward, better than Chris Jones. Cam Hayward, better than Quinnen Williams. Cam Hayward, better than DeForest Buckner. Cam Hayward, better than Josh Allen. Cam Hayward, better than DJ Reader. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Don't blame the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. This is just me trying to spread you the gospel here. Cam Hayward is a top player. Cam Hayward is not falling off. And Cam Hayward is one of the leaders on our defense. If he does fall off this year, cool. You got me. But... The box score watching, remember, we're box score watchers, guys. I didn't mean to highlight this, but if we're box score watchers, it's a bunch of hoopla. It is a bunch of hoopla. And Cam Hayward, a legend, the set, the actually the first high, longest tenured player on the Steelers. Second is now Boswell. Uh, but at this point, with the with the players we got since 2011, like this dude is a vet. This dude is like a Steeler. He is he Cam Hayward is the last player from like. The, the early, early, earliest Steelers that I saw. Maybe even he wasn't there yet. He wasn't there like when we won we won, when we won the Super Bowl. But he was there for like the Tebow year, I think. Like Cameron Hayward has been along a, a for a while. And I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm tired of people retiring him. So I think, I once again, I spent enough time on the Cam Hayward thing. I think I ranted. I got it all out. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Now for the final portion of the podcast, we talked about the, some of these tweets up here. I just like these. We're going to get into some of the likes throughout the week. Uh, now, to be honest, I mentioned this earlier, but we're already at 50 minutes. I said this was going to be a shorter episode. Uh, we don't really have the most likes, but you know we're, we're still going to get into it. Uh, so starting out, Matthew Lucio, a regular on the likes. Uh, the most slept on wide receiver trio. What, trio, 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 you know, trio. Uh, so the most slept on. We talked about this, I believe, two episodes ago uh, with the top five receiver, receiving trees, receiving court. Uh, Deontay, Calvin Austin, and George Pickens. Calvin, Is this Calvin Austin? No, it might be Allen Robinson. Uh, but any, anyway, uh, we, we do have a slept-on trio. I really think we do. Uh, I've mentioned this multiple times. I think, you know, Deontay Johnson, they, we've slept on him. George Pickens, he's, he's coming into his second year. Obviously, his rookie year wasn't like the greatest stat thing, but I really think... We, we are slept on. We haven't even talked about, uh, we would, Friar Mutha isn't on this. There's a couple other receivers we have. We haven't talked about them. Uh, everybody's talking about T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, uh, and, and, and Tyler Boyd. And then you got, uh, you know, other receiving corps that people are talking about. You got Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro on the Raiders, uh, Keenan Allen, Quentin Johnson, and Mike Williams on the Chargers. You know, just a bunch of other teams. 
I think the NFL, they're, they're slept, uh, people are sleeping on the Steelers. I think we're going to turn heads this year. Hopefully Deontay he steps up, George Pickens steps up, and we we do our thing. Uh, next, Kenny Pickett is 1-0. Kenny Pickett, big KP8 is 1-0 versus the Browns. And I mentioned this also, but uh, the Week 2 matchup, Monday Night Football against the Browns, I will be there. And we got to get to 2-0. If we lose this game and I am there, I am... It might be the end of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hate to say it, but I really won't be happy. Hopefully, we continue this undefeated thing. Uh, next, Steelers outside linebacker Alex Highsmith tapped as a trade candidate. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, get into this whole article. Shout out to Blitzberg for that. Shout out to Pickens for this. Uh, shout out to Matt for the other tweet. I don't want to get into the whole article here, but I do think this is something. This is this is crazy on the surface, but if we if we if we think about it, if we use our heads here, if we're rational. Uh, Alex Highsmith, he is coming up for a big contract extension. We're already paying Cam Minka TJ. Uh, we, well, I didn't mean to do that. Um, we, we, we have traded players like Chase Claypool. We, we've traded players before, and I think it's worked out. I love Alex Highsmith. I don't want to trade him. However, if the market is there and we don't necessarily want to commit all of the money to him and we want to maybe get another young player on another rookie deal so we can continue, you know, building in other places. Maybe could be explored. I didn't even think about it until I saw this uh, tweet, but maybe could be explored. Uh, I don't think we're going to. I think this is just kind of we're bored in the offseason. Maybe it's real, but, you know, I don't think we're going to necessarily just trade Alex Highsmith. But definitely, if we can get a one or a two for Alex Highsmith, you know, I think you got to at least pick up the phone. That's me, though. Uh, now the biggest questions facing the Steelers before training camp. I actually do want to open this. I did kind of glance. Shout out to Nick Farbaugh, Steelers now, big uh, big Steelers page. Uh, can Matt Canada keep the offensive momentum? Can What's the situation at inside linebacker? And then will Kenny Pickett take the, the leap? I think I have talked about all three of these a bunch. But just to kind of quickly, can Matt Canada keep up the offensive momentum? They had a big, nice, nice paragraph here. I will say... We did end the season on a high note. We did end the season, I believe, six and one should have been seven and zero. But Mitchell Trubisky came in and you know did Mitchell Trubisky things. Should have been seven and zero, but it's cool. Uh, we didn't necessarily score the most amount of points in some of these these last matchups. In fact, uh, we're gonna do this live on the podcast here. No cuts, Steelers twenty twenty three. I'm sorry, twenty 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 two. Uh, we do want to look at this because I do want to just look at the points here. Uh, so at the end of the year, 28, 28, not bad, but then we got 16, 13, 24, uh, 19, 24, 20. If we, I don't want to nitpick here. I don't want to like cherry pick stuff. Uh, but I mean, 16 points, 13 points isn't the best 28 against the Browns. The Browns stink. So it is what it is. So I mean, not the, the most points, I guess not the most points to be keeping the momentum, but I mean, we do, we we were ending on wins and we were getting the points when we needed them to, to be had. So, I mean, yeah, can we keep the momentum? I think Matt Canada, uh, I mean, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Matt Canada, but I'm just trying to be, I'm just trying to be more, you know, positive. I'm trying to be, was it, uh, pessimistic is bad. I'm trying to be not pessimistic, whatever the good thing for pessimistic is. I'm trying to be that. I'm trying to be like objective or whatever. I think uh, with the way we ended with the pieces we have with uh, the additions, hopefully improvements. I think we can keep it rolling here. So that is a question. Situation at inside linebacker. We've talked about Cole Holcomb and Aladen Roberts a bunch. Uh, we've talked about uh, Miles Jack, even who we used to have, Devin Bush, Spillane, Kyle Van Noy, someone maybe we can get. 
Uh, even uh, Isaiah Simmons from Arizona, I brought it up. Honestly, I don't know what we're going to do. I think maybe we could get like a Quan Alexander, Deion Jones, Ruben Foster, who's somebody who I haven't talked about, who uh, he played in the XFL. He's a former pretty high uh, pick in the draft. He or not the X? Is it the XFL? The either XFL or AAF or USFL, one of those one of those leagues, man. Uh, Ruben Foster, he's been playing well in that, so maybe he's somebody we can look at. Really, I think depending on how the season goes, I think that is just going to be our number one pick. I think we're just going to get another you know first round linebacker next year, and it is what it is, and not have to spend the money this year on one. Uh, and I think we're just going to kind of bunker down and just hope. I guess Cole Holcomb and Aladen Roberts play well enough for us. Uh, they should be a quality run stopping duo, which what we've needed, we've needed to be able to stop the run. Uh, so if they can do that, if they can come in, you know, and not be, not be, you know, like how corners where if you don't say a corner's name, like it's, it's typically a good thing if you don't know who a corner is, cause that means they're not getting bombed on. Hopefully Cole Holcomb and Aladen Roberts, they can just do that. If they can just do that, if we can, if we can get through this year with them and Mark Robinson as well, if we can get through this year with them. And then maybe look at uh, first, second, or third round linebacker in next year's draft. I think that is perfect. But as far as this year, maybe we get a veteran. Maybe we get, you know, maybe Elaine Roberts and Cole Holcomb. Maybe they're just that. Uh, But yeah, it is going to be interesting. It's going to be a totally new core besides Mark Robinson. So uh, definitely going to be some changes. But we'll see. We'll see, man. I think, I I just said this, but I think we're just going to get a a linebacker next year in the draft. And that'll be our, our new guy. Uh, and then from there, Cole Holcomb, Aladen Roberts, or Mark Robinson, one of them will step up as well uh, until we get another new, new, new guy. Uh, that's my prediction. I'm sleeping on Cole Holcomb. I'm sleeping on Aladen Roberts. You know, maybe I am, and we'll see. Uh, and finally, 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 will Kenny Pickett, big KP8, will Kenny Pickett take the leap? Listen, we've talked about this a bunch. I've said my piece. I've said Kenny Pickett is the best quarterback of all time. I've said he is the GOAT. Uh, But objectively, realistically, no trolls aside, I genuinely think Kenny Pickett ended the season very well. And quarterbacks do tend to get better as they go on from year one to two, I think. Obviously, from year fucking 15 to, to 16, it could be some decline. But from one to two... There should be improvement, right? And if you couple that improvement with a team who should be improving, who should also be going up, right? Boom, boom. You couple that with not the hardest schedule. So that's three things going for us. One, two, three things going for us up up in the right direction with a better offensive line than we had the previous year. That's four things. With uh, Calvin Austin being able to play with more receivers, that's five things. Like That kind of falls into the, the second one. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying here, Kenny Pickett should take the leap. If Kenny Pickett is any is any good, if Kenny Pickett was ever going to be a franchise NFL starting quarterback for, for multiple years to come, he will take the leap. And I believe him to be that. So he will take the leap. Uh, we're going to want more touchdowns versus less interceptions, which is a very basic thing to say. Uh, but it's true. that That's what we're looking for. More, more touchdowns, less interceptions. Um, maybe more runs. Maybe, you know, we, we need to explore Kenny running more. Uh, and the, the Tua argument, the Tua of concussions and all that, if we could get, you know, less games left with injury, if, you know, I obviously can't control concussions, you don't control injury, but it is, it is, I think at at the very, at the very least a concern. So if, if that can happen too, if we can just improve in all these, then we should be looking up. Like, 
I don't see how personally how you could be a Steelers fan, watch the games, and maybe you're a Penn State guy and you just hate Kenny Pickett. But once again, objectively, I just don't see how you could see what you saw last year and then just be like, yeah, he's going to be even worse. He's going to be much worse. Because last year, box score watching, Kenny Pickett, box score watching, stunk. You know, so I think it can only it can only go up. It can only go up. He finished the year, I think, throwing like one interception too for like the last maybe four to five games ish. So a bulk of those interceptions came very early. Uh, so I think I think Kenny Pickett will improve. I've, I've spent so much time talking about Kenny Pickett. I think I've talked about Kenny Pickett probably the most uh, on these episodes here. So I think Kenny Pickett will improve. Uh, you know, he's an ACC champion. Yeah, that's got to count for something here. Trevor Lawrence, an ACC champion. He, nobody talks bad about Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he, he's accomplished the, <laughs> I was going to say he's accomplished about the same things as Kenny, but I think Trevor Lawrence uh, in college had a little bit of a better time. Uh, however, not that much better. You know, let's, let's, let's be honest here. Kenny Pickett is the greatest quarterback to ever play for ACC. So uh, it is what it is. Next. Uh, I, I guess I will leave that. Overall, those are the biggest questions facing us, and I've talked about those a bunch. Uh, and we're, they're going to continue facing us until we actually get some football here, so it is what it is. Uh, now we got some Deontay Johnson footage, him working out. I think Deontay, this has always been a thing with Deontay. Deontay's always been one to like put in, I guess, extra work uh, and then show us the extra work because it's on camera. I don't know if other receivers don't do this. I don't know if Deontay is actually working harder than other receivers, but... If we count the, the 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 footage shown to me on social media in the training the training videos, Deontay Johnson is a big trainer, big training guy, and I don't want to just like I don't want to just you know ignore that. It is true, Deontay. Like if you if if you ask people if if people talking about it, they will say Deontay does work out a lot. So it is what it is. Antonio Brown is somebody else who was a big uh, a big worker worker outer. Um, so you know Deontay working out. Shout out to Deontay also. Uh, let's delve into some politics here. I don't know if you guys see this politics. The Trump burger is trending. I don't know what the hell this is about. Uh, but just if you guys notice it, I'm noticing it too. Trump burger. Who knows what that will be? Uh, there it is. Uh, we talked about that. Joey Porter Jr. has yet to sign his, uh, contract before training camp. Really? I don't know what the, what the, what the commotion is, what the holdup is. Teams or players have never, uh, I shouldn't say never, but it's really rare for a player to just completely, uh, sit out and completely not sign his contract, completely not sign the deal. That's that's pretty rare. And so I don't think this is something we have to be worried about. But uh, it definitely is a little sus, so I did want to talk about it a little bit. He isn't necessarily under contract. What happens is if a player doesn't sign the rookie deal, they can just sit out and then re- get redrafted, essentially. I think that's how. We're either redrafted or they can just sign. But I think since they were never officially signed with a team to, like, ever... I think they can just get redrafted. Will Joey Porter Jr. do that? I don't think so. But, you know, hey, anything can happen, right? Uh, next, uh, most forced fumbles in the NFL since 2018. TJ Watt, 22. Chandler Jones, 18. TJ Watt leading the pack. Uh, look at Aaron Donald down there, all the way down there. TJ Watt all the way up here. I mean, you know, that's something. Uh, here it is. Bang. Cameron Hayward starting to decline. One NFL scout believes so as the NFL dropped Hayward in the top 10 uh, defensive line rankings. We thought he was starting to decline last year, which is to be expected given his age. I mentioned this much earlier in the podcast when talking about Cameron Hayward. Uh, They've been doing this for, what, three, four seasons now. Cameron Hayward, maybe he's fallen off, but if we look at the stats from last year, 
They are literally on par from if we look at his last all pro all pro year. If we look at the all pro year to this year, uh, he has a half more of a sack, a little less a little less tackles, one less tackle for loss, and more QB hits. Uh, and you know he was falling off last year too. So if that's falling off, then it is what it is. Uh, but I, I thought I should mention it, which is why we talked about Cameron Hayward, which is why I wanted to go more in depth because we're not going to always have Cameron Hayward. And eventually he is going to fall off to the point of him being retired and that'll be it. And so I want to talk about Cameron Hayward as much as possible, as much as we can with, with, you know, is, is maybe cause you know, he's fallen off here, maybe in a limited amount of games left with Cameron Hayward. So definitely wanted to give that a mention. Uh, this, this is a, this is a tweet I liked a little bit ago. So during the second half of the 2023 season, after Pittsburgh's Week 9 bye, Steelers ranked 7th in scoring rate per drive and 3rd in yards per drive. Only the Chiefs and Lions were gaining more yards per drive from Weeks 10 through 17 than the Kenny Pickett-led Steelers. Let me... It's a lot of words there. Let me just... Let me just re-restate it. Only the Chiefs and only the Lions were gaining more yards per drive from weeks 10 through 17 than the Kenny Pickett-led Steelers. Now, with that said, here is a reply. It makes no damn sense. Compels me, though. This really doesn't make sense. This is me. This is the cat. I'm the cat. Because we finished with scoring no points. We are not good in the red zone. We need to get better in the red zone. We need to not finish these drives with field goals. But, to me, that's interesting that we were the third team weeks weeks 10 through 17 we were the third team uh the third highest yards per drive uh to me that's crazy because it doesn't seem like that was a thing uh and does that even matter it's kind of like kind of like mike tomlin's over 500 thing does it even fucking matter because we scored two points a game does it matter that you've never had a losing season because we haven't won a playoff game in 10 years buddy uh speaking of tomlin too i meant to uh mention this earlier obviously when we were talking about tomlin uh, but one of the biggest reasons as to why I was talking about it uh, was because there's another extension on the way, or believes to be another extension, uh, beat writer Ray Fittipaldo. Ray Fittipaldo, he believes that there's going to be another extension for Mike Tomlin. Uh, and yeah, I, I believe it too. Once again, there's a bunch of people who just hate Mike Tomlin, hate hate the way he coaches, hate you know that we haven't won a playoff game. I don't know. Uh, but he's going to get an extension, and he's going to be our coach, like it or not. And like it or not, Mike Tomlin is a great coach. Like it or not, that's a good option. Like it or not, we don't have a single better option to do than to extend Mike Tomlin, in my opinion, from what we know. That is just me. But uh, yeah, it's likely coming. Uh, we talked about this coaching thing. Uh, and then now, which might be the last one, yeah, because uh, the I think I talked about this passionate fan base thing last time. The last thing that we have to talk about is... This uh, quarterback tier list because uh, one they're kind of trolling, but I, I I remember in an episode a little bit ago I did make a quarterback tier list as well. Uh, maybe I will bring it up here, uh, but I do. Let's just look at it. So starting off, we have Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen, and tier one. To me, I think you move Mahomes up one, like in a different tier than Allen and or yeah than than Allen and Burrow. But you move Mahomes up, and then Allen with the Super Bowl appearance. Uh, I'm sorry, Burrow with the Super Bowl appearance and Jalen Hurts with the Super Bowl appearance. Maybe they get more of an edge, but if you want to just put Burrow and Allen and Mahomes all in one tier, cool. Next, we got tier two, which is Herbert, Lamar, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and Jalen Hurts. This has to be like a future site thing because no offense to uh, 
Actually, you know what? Trevor Lawrence, he is there now. He, he does have the playoff win, and I believe everybody here besides Justin Herbert has a playoff win. Uh, everybody in this tier besides Justin Herbert has a playoff win. Uh, Justin Herbert, I guess just, you know, the vibes are right. I don't know. He's just up there. Uh, now we got tier tier three. We got Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, Tua, Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, Deshaun Watson, uh, Russell Wilson. Pretty, uh, I mean, I would personally, I would probably move uh, Rodgers back up still. Maybe, you know, maybe you don't do that, but I think I would move Rodgers back up still. Uh, and then I think other than uh, the defined role for Patrick Mahomes, and define role for Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts given their Super Bowl appearance. I think minus that, this is pretty similar to what I had. I just move Rodgers up and then Lawrence down to the next tier. I that's we're good. And then in that same tier three, we got Stafford, Tua, Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, Deshaun Watson, and uh, Russell Wilson. I almost said Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. Same thing. I think tier three and tier four having. Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, and Jimmy G. A tier below, a tier below Justin Fields and Tua and Daniel Jones to me is trolling. We're kind of trolling here, uh, but I mean, maybe I guess Daniel beat Kirk in the playoff game. I guess, uh, but we're trolling. Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, trolling right here to me, trolling uh, for you know other people not being up there. Even Derek Carr, I think could be up there but if we're just going on potential for this season and potential leading you forward maybe i guess that's still a little sus tier five this is where we have uh, mac jones kenny pickett and brock purdy uh sleeping to me i think we're sleeping but it is what it is tier six kyler murray all the way down in tier six i don't mean to like defend kyler maybe he is this bad but man i think you guys i think a lot of people are sleeping on kyler murray i would have kyler still maybe in four to three tier i don't think he's tier two anymore i think at one point he was i think you got to drop him a little bit but tier five him with uh what's his name sam howell and jordan love and baker and desmond ritter to have kyler murray there is asinine and then to have ryan Tannehill not up not down there too and, and daniel jones and Derek carr and 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 Kirk Cousins and Geno Smith to have them up here and Kirk or and Kyler down here to me a bit crazy. Also to not have Kenny Pickett in tier one to me a bit crazy, but it is what it is. And then lastly, it's the rookies uh, with Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson. There's also some other rookies too. I guess they just didn't make the cut. Uh, but this is by Will Brinson. To me, uh, makes kind of uh, kind of good sense. I'm a little iffy on uh, Herbert or I shouldn't say Herbert or Lawrence. Like, I guess they can be here, but I think to me, you move Rogers up. I think to me, you move, if we're going to do this, I think to me, you move Rogers up, you move fields down, maybe keep Daniel Jones, but you move Tua down as well because he's never won a playoff game. So you move those two down. And then from these next tiers, I think you move Dak up. I think you would move I don't want to, you know, I, I, I'm the Kirk Cousins guy. I'm the Kirk Cousins guy. So maybe I'll just ignore Kirk, but Kirk could get a nod there. I think Derek Carr uh, maybe could get a nod there. I think Kyler Murray could definitely get a nod in tier fucking four, man. I mean, geez, Louise, Kyler Murray can't even be a tier four quarterback. He's tier six. To me, little crazy, little crazy, but it is what it is. Overall, not the worst list. I've definitely seen some uh, worse things, so a worse list. So it is what it is. I think we're sleeping on Kenny too. I think Kenny could be in tier four, uh, at least if we're going by going by this guy's logic, but it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, anyway, 
Let's finish it again with talking about the most passionate fan bases. Number one, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number one, Zaya in the Steelers. Uh, that is going to do it, I believe, for this episode. Uh, just in conclusion, that is going to do it for this episode. I really am kind of out of out of tweets to, 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 to talk about here. Uh, I could have liked more. It is what it is. But we're looking at the time now. We're at an hour and 12. And I think for what we did talk about, just judging on how my pause, but how my throat feels, uh, I think we had a good run of it. We had a, a pretty good episode. So once again, uh, that is going to do it for me. If you guys stuck through this whole way, if you guys watched this whole thing, be sure to leave a like, hit the subscribe button, ring the bell. Uh, because once again, we are on a new channel here, the Zay and the Steelers channel. Uh, so yeah, make sure you guys check if you're subscribed, like, ring the bell, all that. Uh, follow me on Twitter. All the links will be in the description. Check out the podcast on some of the other audio platforms. Uh, and yeah, the, the, the podcast releases, releases Mondays. I want to have more videos come out throughout the week. I know I've been, I've been saying that and especially being on a new channel, I definitely got to get better at that. So expect some of these to be, uh, clipped up and cut up into shorter videos uh, throughout the week. Maybe get in some, uh, some other kind of reaction videos throughout the week to like maybe some, some, uh, sports pages or something, or maybe smaller topics. I just take and make a 10 minute video out of, I don't know. Uh, but stay tuned for that. Definitely stay tuned for that. What's what's the Zay and the Steelers podcast without rambling at the end? Stay tuned for that. Check out the Ascent Sports page as well in the description. This is quite the outro here. I think that's going to do it for me. Hopefully everybody has a splendid week. Hopefully you guys enjoy your week. Hopefully we get through it fast to get back to the weekend, to get back to Sunday so Isaiah can talk about the Steelers and we can get to Monday and you guys can listen to Zaya talk about the Steelers. Anyways, that's going to do it. Have a great week. And I will see you next time. Peace out.